Welcome to The Ron Show for Tuesday, December 27th, 2022. I'm your host, Ron Roberts. This is the America One Radio app, or maybe you're listening at AmericaOneRadio.com. If not, then welcome to RonShowATL.com, where you're listening via SoundCloud. We thank you either way. Phone number 404-919-2725. Again, that's 404-919-2725. My email address, if you'd like to hit me up directly, it is ron at ronshowatl.com. So it's kind of a quiet week politically, and I actually gave a lot of thought to doing some best of shows today and the rest of the week. However, two problems. One, the show just started in October. How many best ofs can I pull together from the last two months and a handful of weeks, right? I mean, I've had some great conversations with some illustrious folks, some very smart folks, smarter than me. Yesterday's a great example. I mean, I could just rerun that episode, or at least those two segments from that episode, because um, we had a just an enlightening conversation with an immigration attorney from Texas. I invite you to go back and listen to my conversation with Kate Lincoln Goldfinch. She is the CEO, owner, and of course, an attorney at Lincoln Goldfinch Law in Austin, Texas. She really explained it in a way that we all understand why Title 42 came to be. I think we came to agree that it was under illegal and false pretenses, why it's still enacted now, and the damage from that as we continue to hold the crimp on that hose before we finally get doused uh, once it's released. Great conversation yesterday. Nonetheless, I found myself thinking to myself, self, you don't have a whole lot of evergreen interviews that you can just throw into a best of. So get off your butt and put a show together. So what I'm going to do is kind of run around a little bit and cherry pick some of the headlines from other parts of the country and even the world a little bit and uh, just have some open dialogue with you. The George Santos story in New York is fascinating, is it not? So for those who don't know, George Santos is a uh, representative-elect coming to the House of Representatives from the state of New York. And shame on the New York Democratic Party for not finding out that this guy was a facade, a fraud. So many lies about his background that have come to the forefront now, a lot of light being shined on the fact that he told a lot of whoppers on the campaign trail and didn't correctly biographize himself to the American people, let alone his voters, before election day. And so now the question is, uh, does, does he get sworn in? I mean, is he like dead on arrival? Or will the GOP make him step down and there be a special election? I mean, they're not going to do that. They're not going to cough up a seat. The, the House is so razor thin in their favor right now anyway. And does George Santos or a replacement for George Santos have any sway whatsoever in who becomes the next Speaker of the House? See, there's a lot at play there. Now, before I get into tying this into us on the local front, let's review. He has done an interview now, George Santos, with the New York Post, where he admits to embellishing his resume. And for that, he said he's sorry. He also told the New York Post, I campaigned talking about the people's concerns, not my resume, before saying, I intend 
to deliver on the promises I made during the campaign. Hmm. So it doesn't sound like he's stepping down. So uh, this 34-year-old conservative gay Republican, George Santos, uh, lied about so much of his background, insinuating that he had uh, ties to the Jewish faith. He said that he didn't actually say he was Jewish. (laughs) Okay. He did say he had obtained a degree from Baruch College in New York. Uh, Yesterday he acknowledged, I didn't graduate from any institution of higher learning. I'm embarrassed and sorry for having embellished my resume. I love that word, embellished. It's just a fancy way of saying lied. He also said he worked for Citigroup, Goldman Sachs. Representatives from both firms uh, said last week that they couldn't confirm his employment. So Santos said to the New York Post he had, quote, never worked directly for either firm, saying he had a poor choice of words. (laughs) He also told the Post that Linkbridge, an investment company where he was a vice president, did business with both. Okay. Oh, yeah, back to the Jewish thing. I never claimed to be Jewish, he tells the New York Post. I am Catholic because I learned my maternal family had a Jewish background. I said I was Jew-ish. The Republican Jewish Coalition CEO, by the way, Matt Brooks, released a statement uh, today that Santos had, quote, deceived them and misrepresented his heritage in public comments. And to them, quote, personally, he claimed to be Jewish. He would not be welcome at any future RJC event. Hmm. The reason I think we don't hear a whole lot of calls for George Santos to step down, from the right anyway, is because I don't think he is an outlier. I think he is more in common with candidates of late from the GOP than they'd like to admit. Donald Trump was not a successful businessman. In fact, NBC bailed him out. Not from abject poverty, grant you. He had plenty of connections he would have grifted off of without coming to us, the American people. But he wasn't a successful businessman. That was all a a ruse, a facade. Something portrayed on reality television because it made him look more legitimate for his reality television show on NBC, remember? No, he, he was then, is now, a grifter. Doesn't have an original thought in that tiny head of his. Just doesn't. The amount of lies about himself and his successes, air quotes, reveal a pattern of dishonesty about who Donald Trump was and is. I mean, the man lives in fantasy land, and he's been surrounded by yes people almost from birth. So he has no grasp on reality. He, of course, introduced us to fantastic candidates like Dr. Oz or here at home. Uh Here, this is where I bring it home. Herschel Walker, whose biography provided us by he and his campaign didn't resemble fact. I mean, I'm a child of the 80s. I remember Herschel Walker, the running back. I also remember Herschel Walker, the left after his junior season to go play football for the USFL and Donald Trump's team, the New Jersey Generals. 
before graduating. I'm going to get to that. I remember he launched a fast food chain. Y'all remember that? I can't remember the name of it, but as soon as they opened, they were closed. It didn't didn't work out for him. And it didn't help that he didn't really brand the fast food restaurant that he opened throughout Georgia to him. It didn't really work out so well, but it didn't work. And then there's the abortion lies. We have still yet to see him file that defamation lawsuit. He promised he was going to file against the first accuser. The second accuser that's come out is yet to meet her face to face. And yes, I brought up the education lie. Did not graduate from the University of Georgia. Never went back to do that. Then there are the charity lies. Remember uh, Patriot Support, that military program to treat thousands of soldiers a year in reality? The organization is a for-profit program run by Universal Health Services, one of the biggest hospital companies in the country, and one that has been investigated by the FBI and the Department of Defense, whether its psychiatric facilities tried to increase profits by keeping patients longer than necessary. Walker was a spokesperson for the company and was paid, but it was not a charity. And it wasn't his charity. But that's not the only charity he lied about. He claimed to have donated about uh, 15% of profits from his business to charity. This uh, company called uh, Herschel's Famous 34 Food Products was uh, found by the New York Times. As part of its corporate charter, 15% of all profits are given to various nonprofit charitable organizations serving people in need. But when the New York Times did a little digging, reaching out to those charities, one declined to comment, and the other three said they had no record or recollection of any gifts from the company in the last decade. Then there was the, I was a cop lie. (laughs) And famously, the badge. Uh, The honorary deputy badge. I mean, I get, when I was a kid, I got honorary wings from my grandmother when she flew Delta, but it didn't make me a pilot. The uh, captain of commerce lie. He claimed, back in 2016, that he owned the largest upholstery business in the country. Um, he, he doesn't own any upholstery business, never has. Uh, he also claimed to be Native American on his mother's side. Remember when Elizabeth Warren got rolled for that? Huh, funny, they didn't, they didn't treat Herschel the same way. Uh, anyway, he claims that his grandmother was a full-blooded Cherokee. His own mother unable to confirm these claims in an interview to the Huffington Post. And then, of course, the big lie, the 2020 election fraud lie, where he kind of mealy-mouths about whether or not Joe Biden was legitimately elected president. He said, I don't know whether he was. I think everybody else thinks there was problems, and that's the reason right now everybody's so upset. Oh, I forgot the baby daddy lie. He refused to publicly acknowledge three of his kids. (laughs) That's kind of a big one. Probably big to those three kids, heartbreakingly. Now, I simply laugh because Democrats are saying, oh, he should step down. Come on. How naive are you? Stop. They're not going to not seat this guy. They're going to seat him. Again, razor thin House majority. I am betting Kevin McCarthy is trying his damnedest 
to convince Santos, hey, listen, I can make this all go away or smooth this all over. I just need your vote. Just need your vote. I guarantee you these conversations are already happening. They're not going to not seat the guy. Democrats, don't even waste the ink or your breath trying to insist that he not be sworn in. He's going to be sworn in. And I think that's good for the party. Let no one forget who he is, well, who he said he is versus who he actually is, and let no one forget that the GOP doesn't seem to have the appetite for repelling him from their ranks. No, don't let, and here's the thing, would it have mattered? I mean, here in Georgia, Herschel Walker lost by a razor-thin margin in a runoff despite all the lies that were fairly well known. It might not have mattered to the voters that voted for George Santos the first time. Who's to say? More on show after this. It's the America One Radio app, americaoneradio.com. Again, you can call the show and leave a text message if you'd rather do it that way, 404-919-2725. We're back after this. 